This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. You know those noises you hear are mundane ones. That creak of a floorboard, that groan of the house settling, the rustle of curtains at your window. They do not bother you during the day. So why do they keep you awake at night, ears perked, heart thudding? They're just noises. The unknown is terrifying, the uncertain scary. Even something as simple as leaving the comfort of home to become independent brings hesitance and worry to some. Of course, courage is not the absence of fear, but the ability to do something despite it. This is all well and good for dealing with natural fears. And yet... Tonight's play centers on a pair of young women going to college, taking solace in their companionship as they settle into unfamiliar territory. However, the transition will not be an easy one, intrepid listeners. For while they can handle the shift to university life, they might have a more difficult time adjusting to their living arrangements, right next door to a dark secret. Well, this is it. Huh. I've seen bathroom stalls bigger than this room. It's not so bad, Lydia. At least they let us room here together. Yeah, I guess. Let's get unpacking. Once we actually start putting stuff up, it'll feel more like our space. Sure. Still wish we'd gotten one of those newer add-ons down in the south hall. Yeah. We gotta take what we get, though. Here, do you mind if I take this half? Whatever. We can mix our stuff together. I don't care. Just don't put me near the window. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I interrupting anything? Not really. We're just setting up. Oh, good. I'm Beth. I'll be your RA this year. Hi. Wow, you girls really work fast. Ooh, what a fantastic drawing. Did you do this? That's one of Lydia's. She's quite an artist. Neat. Uh, is this the Kraken from Pirates of the Caribbean? It's Cthulhu. So anyway, I know our hall isn't as new as the South Hall, but trust me, there's a lot of history here. This building is almost 60 years old. Yeah, I can see that. The rooms are pretty small. Well, people were smaller in the 50s. Really? Yes, really. So, the corner room next to us, 733, is it? It looks a lot bigger than our room. Is anyone assigned to that room, or could we maybe... Oh, you don't want that room. There were a couple suicides in there. A hanging and a jumper, if I remember right. They're not assigning anyone to that room. Anyway, I'd just like to remind you that this is an all-girls floor, and guys are not allowed up here after 11. Well, nice meeting you. I hate her. Did you hear that bomb she fucking dropped? I'm gonna call her dumb shit Beth. Lydia, seriously. Suicides? Oh, Becca, relax. Every college campus has suicides. Yeah, but in the same room? 
Really? Who cares? It's not our room. Yeah, I guess. I mean, look at our tiny window. Can you imagine shimmying through there and jumping? You'd be alive for at least five seconds before you hit the ground. Fuck, Becca, can you not? You know I fucking hate heights, and just talking about that shit is raising my blood pressure. We could always move into the suicide room. That one has a window on each wall. Fuck you. Okay, okay. But seriously, think about it. It would take a lot of commitment to squeeze out of that tiny window. Yeah, well, remember people were apparently smaller back then. You know what's frustrating about parties like this? What's that? Trying to get to know people. What? I said... Here, follow me. That better? Yeah, thanks. I'm Becca, by the way. I wanted to say I like your shirt. They canceled that show way too soon. <laughs> it's fine. I'm Ian. Good to know I'm not the only one who thinks so. Likewise. Not a lot of quiet space around here. Well, if you're anything like me and enjoy conversation, you need to pick out the calm spots at a given party. <laughs> I guess I still have tricks to pick up about these college parties. How many have you been to before? This is our third. We've been here about a month. We? Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I mean my best friend and I. We're usually joined at the hip with these things. Oh, cool. Where is she now? Knowing her out making friends. She's pretty outgoing and friendly. Is she the tall girl with the long black hair? Probably. Why? I think I see her over there, chatting with Mike. Oh, yep, that's Lydia. She's not hard to miss. Do you know this Mike guy? Not well. He and I uh, shared a class. Makes sense. He kind of looks like your standard frat pledge douche canoe. <laughs> what? I mean, it's true, right? I don't know, but I think it's a fair assessment. Good. Honestly, I've known the girl since we were in diapers. I fully anticipate her having a boyfriend before September is up. But she could raise her standards a bit, you know? Who knows? Mike might be full of surprises. Crushing beer cans with your forehead is a highly trained skill, after all. <laughs> is that? Is that? Yeah, that's the window next door. Who's in there? I don't know. Is someone fucking with us? Is this like initiation? Initiation to what? I don't know. College? Maybe they're hazing the freshmen? Who is hazing freshmen? Becca, I love you, but that was fucking stupid. Well, whoever it is, go tell them to knock it the fuck off. Me? I'm not risking being thrown out a window. Well, I'm not doing it. I'm an art major. You're a political science major. You go lay down the law. Fuck that! Then call dumb shit Beth. Isn't this the kind of nonsense she should do with? I am not calling her. Don't put that evil on me. Fine. Then we'll just have to ignore it. I have class at 7.30. Then do something. Ugh! People are trying to sleep. Please fucking stop. Dude, seriously? What? What happened? I'm not going anywhere near that fucking room again. It's locked from the outside with a padlock. I don't know how anybody could get in there. 
So you're saying it's a spooky ghost? <laughs> no, I'm saying there is creepy shit going on inside a room colloquially called the suicide room. <laughs> you should have been a drama major. Either way, it's stopped now. Let's go to sleep. Doors open. Come on in. I said come... What the fuck? Lydia, come out of the closet. You're not fucking funny. Lydia, I swear to God, I will punch you in the face. Lydia, you're a fucking... A fucking what? Ah! I am a fucking what? I thought you were hiding in the closet. What? Why? Because someone was knocking on the door. Jesus, Becca... See? Empty. What now? I swear. Becca, there's no one here. I know what I heard. <gasps> Hi, ladies. It's just me. Oh, thank God. <sighs> hey, Ian. Hey, sorry if I uh, startled anyone. What's new? There's strange shit going on in that room next door. But that's not new. Which room? 735? Or the empty one. The empty one. 733. Yeah, I'm not surprised. That's the suicide room. Right, we heard about the deaths. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Three suicides all in one dorm room. Three? We were only told two. Well, there were a couple people in the 70s, and then some guy about ten years ago. He jumped out the window. I will admit that three suicides in the same dorm room is fucking disturbing. Yeah, I heard that there's something in that room. Like what? No one knows. But every year, someone has a new theory. Usually right around Halloween, something gets published in the campus paper. Whatever's in there, though, it ain't friendly. So has anyone ever killed themselves in the neighboring rooms? Like this one? Nah, just 733. Honestly, I was surprised when I heard that they were opening the North Hall this year. They told us we were the biggest incoming freshman class in 20 years. Yeah, I heard that, too. You know, you could request a room change. Yeah, but they wouldn't keep us together. Becca and I have been best friends for 15 years. We can't room with other people. So should we just keep living here next to Satan? At least we'll have some stories to tell after graduation. These aren't the kind of stories I want to tell. Well then, the two of you can make your own sexy stories here. You off somewhere? I just came to drop some stuff off. I'm meeting Mike in a few minutes. Fine, go. Leave us here to get mutilated or whatever while you and frat house grab lunch. Love you too, Becca. Adios. You know, I was gonna say, lunch doesn't sound so bad, does it? My treat? Sure. Thanks, Ian. Not in the mood to sit next door to the haunted supply closet. Lydia? Lydia? I am fucking sick of this! Becca, come back! 
kidding me? This shit isn't funny anymore. Come out of that fucking room, you asshole! <gasps> Whoa! Becca? What happened? Someone thinks they're funny. They're pushing on the door even though it's locked. Locked from the outside, right? Hold up. I can look through the crack under the door. What do you see? Do you expect me to narrate for you? Yes, I'm not going over there. <sighs> well, it's a storage room. There's a bunch of junk in there. I can kind of see the windows in there. They're open. God, they're huge. Big enough for someone to climb through? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I bet that's how whoever it is got in. Someone's being an asshole and trying to scare us. Good. That was starting to freak me out. Yeah, me too. But I think they're gone. I don't see... <laughs> you woke up half the dorm, huh? Shut up. It's not funny. You would have screamed too if you saw a giant fucking yellow eye staring at you from under the door. Right. I'm sorry. What did you do? Well, there was no way I was getting back to sleep after that. Neither was Lydia. After we got chewed out by our floor mates, we just kind of sat up in the room as far from the shared wall as possible and talked until morning came. First thing we did was put in dorm change requests with resident services. Good. Smart. What are you going to do in the meantime? I mean, don't take this the wrong way, but you look terrible. I don't know. Lydia and I agreed we should never be in the dorm room at night alone. So far it's worked okay, but I haven't been sleeping well at all. Stuff keeps happening? No, it's way too quiet. I lie awake because every little noise makes me tense up. It's like whatever's in 733 is just biding its time. <sighs> that request better go through soon. In the meantime, you might want to talk to the campus paranormal society. We have a paranormal society? We have a society for everything, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, they might be able to help you out. Tell you how to deal with whatever's next door. Unless you have a point. I'll talk to Lydia. By this point, I'll try anything. Sure. Living next to a haunted room is tougher than I thought. I think noisy neighbors are a problem living or dead. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ian. Yeah? Can I... Can I stay with you tonight? I don't relish the idea of sleeping in my room, and I know Lydia's been thinking about crashing with Mike, so... I wouldn't mind at all. Thanks. And since that night, there haven't been any other weird things happening, but we've also been staying away from the dorm at night as much as possible. Is that all? Yeah. Every detail. It's very important you've left absolutely nothing out. Nothing at all. Would you mind waiting out in the hall for a few minutes so that I may confer with my colleagues? Sure, whatever you need. Let's go. Go where? Are you serious? Lydia, come on. We need help. I am freaking out. We haven't stayed one night in our dorm since Thursday, so this isn't something we can just brush off. Okay, fine. Let's hear what Craig and his little nerd buddies have to say. And then we can go over to resident services and check on our move request. Please, come in and take a seat. <clears throat> what you're dealing with, ladies, is a very angry ghost. 
Is that your professional opinion, Craig? Yes, a vengeful spirit. A spirit? Yes, that's a ghost to the layperson. Ugh, Jesus Christ. Don't be afraid, ladies. We're going to take care of this for you. It's true that spirits can be quite a headache if you don't know how to exercise them, which is why it's good you came to us. Suicides almost always result in angry ghosts. They need revenge. Revenge on who? On other students. Perhaps this particular spirit was bullied into taking his own life and now seeks to torment others. Listen. We can take care of this right away. All we ask is a small donation to the society. We honestly didn't realize that room was having this much activity. It's really very exciting. Great. Well, thank you for your time. Come on, Becca. Do you want to set something up for this weekend? Tell you what. We'll call you. Lydia, what... That was a waste of time. Look, I'm not disagreeing with you, but... Becca, tell me you honestly didn't buy into that. So you don't think it's a... a ghost? Well, I don't fucking know, but neither do they. That guy had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. Let me put it this way. They're playing Ghostbusters, and we're living the fucking exorcist. Fine. Then, what do you want to do? Just keep sleeping at Mike and Ian's until we get reassigned? I just want this to end. Alright, well... I mean, we're probably safe during the daylight hours, so as long as we don't spend nights there, we should be okay. Our room is only ghost-adjacent, after all, and our new assignments will come through soon. Fuck, it's almost two. Shit, really? I gotta go. Mike got accepted to Sigma Chi, and he's getting initiated today. Oh, yeah. Forgot he rushed. Next, please. Let me know what they say, okay? Will do. Get going. Hi, I'm... You're the girl trying to move out of 734 in Riley, aren't you? Oh, uh, yeah, one of them. How'd you know? Sorry, I overheard you. I also saw your file cross my desk a few days ago, and I gotta ask, why are you looking to transfer rooms, exactly? (sighs) Because shit is going on in the empty room next door, and it's really freaking us out. Noises, whispers, knocking. The other night I saw someone. You saw someone? Yeah. In room 733? Yeah, I looked under the door. There was definitely someone in there. Well, your rooms aren't ready yet, but I've pushed them through as a priority. Right now, you're stuck, though. There just isn't anywhere else to put you. (sighs) Thanks. I'm Alice, and look, I've actually done a lot of research on the Riley suicides, and I think I can help you. Or at the very least, offer you some insight. Really? Absolutely. I'm in Taylor Hall, room 310. I'll be back in my dorm by 4 today. Thanks. We just came from the Paranormal Society on campus. Ugh, say no more. Yeah, so I'll definitely see you at 4. Great. Wow. Can't believe it. I'd always heard rumors, but... Honestly, I doubted any of it was true. I can assure you, everything I've told you is absolutely true. And how is it now, when you're there? We aren't ever there at night, but during the day we've heard scratching on the wall, really quiet whispering, and sometimes we still hear the window opening and closing. In broad fucking daylight. However, every time I look up from the street, the windows to 733 are open. Well, for the record, I don't think you're in any danger. As much as it sucks, you guys are simply a casualty. You just need to stay out of room 733. Are you kidding? I would never go in there. I believe that you believe that. But this thing, 
whatever it is, it's tricky, manipulative, a liar, and it's smarter than you. I'll try not to be offended by that. You shouldn't be. What do you think it is? Something very old and very evil. Well, I can't see any situation where I would be compelled to enter that room. I know, but you have to be prepared that there may come a time when you have to make a decision about entering that room. Because what you're dealing with, it's already killed five people. Five? I thought it was three. Yeah, well, not everyone is inclined to do the level of research I do. The occult is kind of my thing. I gathered that much. Let's see. There was Ellen Burnham in 1961. She jumped out the window. She was the very first. And then Tad Collinsworth in 1968. He jumped too. Marissa Gregg in 1975. She hung herself. Aaron Murphy in 1979. She jumped. And then Eric Dowston in 1992. He hung himself. Five suicides. How could the university still let people live in there? They don't, apparently. That's why it's a supply room. And back then? Well, every few years, once everyone who would remember had graduated, the room would be reassigned. This is before the internet, you know, and the incoming freshmen were clueless. But after that last one, Eric Dowston, they closed the entire North Hall of the seventh floor and built more rooms onto the South Hall. So what does it want? Chaos? Death? Souls? Who knows? No one even knows what it is. Okay, so what do we know? We know that it's somehow bound to that room, though it seems to have minimal influence just outside of it. We know that everyone who ever died was alone at the time. And we know it's a trickster. That's what we know. Why do you think they did it? The victims? All I know is what's rumored to be in the evidence files. All the suicides were found with pictures or writings that were considered unspeakable at the time. They contained horrible evil things that would make you physically sick to read or see, they say. And these people, they drew them? They wrote that stuff? Yep. Whatever is in that room drove them mad. That's fucking terrifying. Have you guys considered getting somebody to bless the room? Jesus. Well, you'll have a hard time getting him, but perhaps some holy person? No, I mean, Jesus, you're talking about an exorcism. Maybe. The rumor in the 70s is that this all started with a Ouija board game gone wrong in 1961. Really? That shit's made by Hasbro. Not in the 60s, it wasn't. Anyway, it's just a rumor. The only person on campus who would know is Tom Moen, an admin. I tried to talk to him before, but he refuses to see me. Did he go here in 1961? Yes, and he was staying in Riley. We need to talk to him. I need to know what the fuck is happening, or I won't be able to live the rest of my life as a well-adjusted person. I suppose we can try to chase him down on campus. Can we talk to him tomorrow? We can try. But we've missed him. We tried to catch him on his lunch hour, and then again when he was leaving work, but he got around us every time. I think he knows, Ian. I think he's avoiding us. You sure about that? Positive. Me and Alice have been trying for the last couple days. (sighs) This is fucking stupid. Look, it's not that I'm complaining about having you in my room every night. Quite the contrary. But it seems like it's not really giving you much peace of mind. And I don't know how much I'm helping either. Trust me, you are. It's just... I hate knowing it's there, you know? I feel like it's watching me every time I step in there to grab something. Just waiting to pounce. The fact that you can go back there at all is a wonder. I'm sorry. How is Lydia taking it? About the same. 
that's the other part that pisses me off. We were supposed to be rooming together, having this great college experience, and now we barely see each other. Let's hope that move request comes through. It's only a week until Halloween. Don't remind me. Fuck, I love Halloween, too. Would a friendly cuddle help? It would. Come here. Fuck, 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 fuck! Come on, Alice! Yeah, hello. I can't do it anymore. Back up? I can't go back in that room again. I can't ever go back. What happened? Jesus Christ, Alice. So, I was up in the room. I needed to pick up a change of clothes because I'm meeting my boyfriend at a party tonight, right? I took a shower in the bathrooms. I headed to 734 to get my things. Please tell me Lydia was there. No, she says she has enough clothes at Mike's now to last her till graduation. It was just me. Becca, you know that being alone in there is... Fucking no! It was later than usual, and I'm tired, and I figured it would only take a minute. Right. I'm sorry. What happened? I was in there, and it was creepy quiet again. So I put on some music, and I started blow-drying my hair in front of the mirror. I flipped my head over and blow-dried upside down to try and give my hair some volume, you know. But when I flipped it up and turned the dryer off, God, Alice... The room I saw reflected in the mirror was 7.33. I saw the piles of junk and the huge windows and everything. I looks like I was standing in there. Oh, fuck. I panicked and I turned around, but I saw I was still in my room. But then I looked at the mirror. I swear to God, I was still in 7.33. And then I saw something move behind me and I, I just fucking ran. Jesus. What did you do? I need to talk to someone who knows what the fuck is going on. Is Tom Moen the only person we know who was here in 1961? The only one I know of. Maybe we can get him on his way tomorrow morning. We'll just corner him and refuse to move until he tells us something. He comes in at 6.30 according to the schedule I have. Do you want to meet me outside the Starbucks in the atrium? Fuck, yes, I do. I have a class at 7.30, but I'll just blow it off. Okay, I'll see you then. For now... Go to your party and try to blow off some steam. That's the plan. See ya. Hey, there you are. Are are you okay? Ian, if you love me, you'll get me a drink right fucking now. You? You're not much of a drinker. Yeah, well, seeing a haunted room appear behind you in a mirror is enough to make me want to. I'll get you a scotch and coke. It's cool, y'all. Hang on. I just need a cigarette. (laughs) I missed a call. Lydia. Hey, Becca. Listen, I just... I just had a huge fucking fight with Mike. He, well, I guess his frat decided that for Halloween this year, all the new brothers have to spend the night in the suicide room in our dorm. I just can't fucking take it. He knows what's been going on with us, and he still agreed to do this. He's now trying to convince me that Sigma Chi is behind all of the stuff going on in room 733 because they've been trying to drum up buzz for their Halloween deal. I can't... Ian, 
in. Yeah, babe. What's up? Can we please go home? I'm tired and stressed and drunk. Sure. Come on. What time is it? 6 a.m. I gotta meet Alice. Mm-hmm. Uh, 6 a.m.? Yeah. Ugh. I regret everything. Hey! <laughs> I figured you need this. You're a saint. Black coffee? The blackest. How'd you know? Your texts. I texted you last night? Yeah, at about one. You told me about Sigma Chi. Oh, God. Yeah. Those guys are idiots. Remember how I told you that it's crafty? Well, what if the point of messing with you was to make 733 provocative? You know, to seduce people into going inside. No one has been in that room for years. Can you imagine how hungry that thing is? Do you think they're really at risk? Yeah. In fact, the only thing they've got going for them is that all the suicide victims were alone at the time of their deaths. So, it'll be less powerful with all of them there? Theoretically. We would know a lot more if we knew what it was. And we can't know what it is without knowing how it got here. And that's why we need Moen. What time is he supposed to get here? Actually, 20 minutes ago. (sighs) Great. Just fucking great. I bet he managed to sneak around us again. Let's not give up. Give it another half hour. That way you can finish your coffee. Well? Negative. You are not going to believe this. What now? The lady at the front desk and admin said Tom quit yesterday, and she refuses to give me any personal information. What the fuck do we do now? Without Tom Moen, there's nothing left to do. Hell is... Fuck! I can't go back into that room. Well, then I guess it's good that your transfers came through. They did? Yep. I got the notice when I checked my work email just now. You're going to Mortran, and Lydia is going to Tinsley. Oh, thank God. I thought you'd be happy about that. I also convinced my boss not to assign anyone else to room 734. Thank fuck. The only thing is, you won't be able to move until Monday. I can last through the weekend, especially now that the end is in sight. I have to tell Lydia. Oh. Huh? She left me a voicemail last night, but I guess I didn't finish it. Hang on. I don't even look at his dumb fucking face anymore, so I'm just gonna head home. Don't worry about me. I'll be okay. I'm drunk enough to sleep through any bullshit from next door. I'm just so fucking pissed off right now. I would honestly rather deal with dumb shit Beth than Michael, my parents must be siblings because I'm this fucking retarded, Benson. Let's hang out tomorrow. Love ya. God damn it. What? Lydia spent the night in our dorm. She's safe though, right? As long as she doesn't go into 733. She... Good. Well, since we have nothing else to do, do you want to look for theology books in the library? It's pretty much the only thing open right now. Sure. I don't have another class until 10. Good morning. Morning. Uh... Do you have anything on the occult? The occult? Uh, yes, I do. Over there to the left of the reference section. Okay, thanks. Sorry, I'm too hungover to use the Dewey Decimal System. I don't think she likes the look of us. 
our look or our subject matter? Probably neither. She's like a thousand years old, so of course she doesn't like us. We'll... we'll worry about Miss Stapley later. Here we go. Try this one. I'll look at this. Any luck? No. Nothing I've found so far matches. God, what are we missing? I can't find anything either. We might need to narrow our search even more. Let's ask the librarian again. Yes? Uh, sorry, do you know where we could find something on seances or Ouija boards or- Now listen, girls, I really hope this is for a class. It is. It's not. It's personal research. Research? What kind of research? Look, we're not going to mess with a Ouija board or anything. Good, because I can't have that sort of thing going on around here again. Again? Uh, we may have something on seances and- Stapley, we're researching what happened to Riley in 1961. And also what's been happening there ever since. Well, it's no secret, is it? A student committed suicide in that room. Dreadful, but not unheard of on a university campus. Five students. But you know that, right? Because you sound like you're well-versed in this story. Please, tell us how this started, and we might be able to end it. End it? Don't be so arrogant, young lady. You can't end it. People have always died in that room, and always will. There is no end to it, so you best stay far away from it. But maybe if we know how this all started... It started just as you think it did. But everyone that was involved is either very old or very dead by now. Just stay away from that room. Concentrate on your studies. Well, I'd love to, but they assigned my friend and me to the room next door. Maybe you can forget about all the suicides, but we can't. Young lady, I never forget. My friend Ellen was the very first to be killed in that room. She was my very best friend, and not a night goes by that I don't imagine her wiggling out of that tiny window, standing upon the cold ledge in her bare feet, and jumping off the seventh floor of that building. I'm really sorry. I didn't know. Yes, well, these are old wounds, my dear. Now, girls, I suggest you request a room reassignment immediately. No one should be living on the seventh floor of that building, and that's all I'm going to tell you about it. Okay. Again, I'm sorry, We'll just go. Wait. Miss Stapley, why did you refer to the windows in 733 as tiny? Because I've seen those windows and they're huge. They're like five feet tall. Dear, you're thinking of the corner room. That's the supply closet. Room 733 is next door to that. No, that's 734. Yes, well, it is now. When they built the additional rooms under the South Hall, they moved all the room numbers down. Oh my god, that sneaky fucker! Lydia! Oh no, 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 no! Back up! Alice, look, my window's open! It's never open!
screamed the entire way down. Alice ran to the ledge where Lydia had just been while I stood motionless. She stuck her head out of the window and looked down just as a different kind of screaming started from the bottom floor. I leaned back against the dresser and slumped to the floor. A falling death. Lydia never wanted a falling death. I absentmindedly picked up one of the pictures that were strewn all over the floor. It was a picture of Lydia's mother. She was dead. I picked up another picture. It was Lydia's baby sister. She was dead too. There were dozens of pictures just like it all over the floor. Lydia has been busy all night. As for the things depicted in them, I can't tell you. Lydia was a talented artist, and I only saw a few before I got sick on the floor next to me. Alice was standing in the doorway yelling something down the hall. I I don't know what she was saying, because all I could hear was a high-pitched whine in the room, and then... Suddenly, a piece of paper slid out from under the crack in the closet door and glided across the floor to moored me. I picked it up and studied it for a moment. This was a drawing of Lydia, too, but it wasn't like the others. It was a picture of the closet from my exact vantage point. In the drawing, the door was cracked and there was something looking back from the darkness. I put the paper down and studied the closet. The door was cracked open, just like the picture. I squinted my eyes and tried to see inside. Just as I started to distinguish the defined lines of a long face looking back at me, Alice pulled me to my feet. She said, we need to get out of here. I think I heard her say that. I never went back into that room. My parents moved my things, and I spent the rest of the semester in an apartment off campus. I transferred to an out-of-state school for my spring semester, and finished my degree there. I see. I always understood why you did what you had to do. But I never knew that part of it. I'm sorry I didn't tell you. So much change after that, and I just couldn't... It's fine. It's fine, Becca. That's in the past. I'm just surprised you got in touch with me to tell me all this now. Because during all of that, you never thought I was crazy. You accepted that something awful was happening, and never stopped being kind to me. I don't know if I ever told you how much I appreciated that. So much of it haunts me still. I just figured I needed to talk to someone else. Someone else that was there. What about Alice? Do you still talk to her? Not so much. Sometimes. It, It doesn't help. We were both there. She saw Lydia die. It Every night, I dream of Lydia pulling herself through that tiny window, shimmying out onto that cold ledge, standing up and knowing there's nothing between her body and the terrifying abyss in front of her. I watch her look down seven stories to the black pavement below and realize, though not accept, her terrible fate. I see the blind horror cross her familiar features. I I hear her wildly pounding heart, desperately trying to race through every beat of the life she could have lived, and knowing it only has mere seconds. I watch her look back at me, and I watch her fall. Becca. It's been nine years since that night, Ian. In every fall semester for nine years, I've called resident services to see which dorms are open for new student assignments. Riley is always open. The seventh floor is closed. 
<sighs> That's good. Maybe they've learned better. If they really had, they would have torn Riley down. They just know whatever's in there is still there, and it's never going away on its own. And knowing that it took so many, that it took Lydia, and that her fucking monster is still there. Well, Becca, I hate to say this, but our time is up. Is it? Okay, you you don't mind if we schedule another session, do you? Not at all. I'm here to help. And you can give me a call if things are still bad. I just have another appointment coming up. It's fine. It's probably weird doing therapy for someone you used to date, but you deserve to know. As long as it's helping you cope. Then it doesn't matter. How's next week? Same day? Same time sound? Works for me. I'll give you a call. Thanks. You're welcome. Take care, okay? Until next week. President Services. Hi there. I was wondering if you could tell me about the availability of certain dorms on campus? Were you the one asking about open rooms in Riley? Yeah, that's me. We're entirely filled up and there's a waiting list for Riley. But as it happens, you actually have great timing. I make no promises, but we might be able to get you in. We just got approval for this morning. Approval for what? We're opening up the seventh floor. Someone really should have checked to make sure that the building was up to cold before opening it for student use. Then again, how do you handle a lingering threat that is both unknown and unknowable in its motives, hmm? Alas, the night grows old and we must leave you with the chill of foreboding. Until next we convene, pleasant dreams. <laughs> Midnight Marinera is a bi-monthly podcast written, produced, directed, and mixed by David King. This episode featured the voice talents of Angie Viper, Sparrow Lay Rain, Kira Buckland, Sean Beam, Daniel St. George, Katie Patterson, and April Hawley. Room 733 is based on the original short story by C.K. Walker. You can find this and other works of hers through her Facebook page, facebook.com slash ck.walker00. Comments, suggestions, instructions for voodoo dolls for our frenemies? Please feel free to leave feedback wherever you listen to this. Email us at midnightmarinera at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter or Tumblr. And listen, if you want to contribute a little something to the show and make the voices keep talking on and on and on and on, consider becoming a patron and supporting Midnight Marinera's Patreon page with a small monthly donation. Thanks for listening. <laughs>